Hi, this is Adam, pastor of Faith Methodist Church. We're so glad you're listening to our podcast. I pray that this morning's message, a homily uh, on heaven and earth and the reality of love in Jesus, I pray that it would be a blessing to you as you prepare to celebrate Christmas Day. And as Jesus comes again, may you be found ready, ready to receive Him. Enjoy. I invite you to turn with me to the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11. As you're turning there, you'll notice in your bulletin, in the order of worship, it says that the instead of a sermon, we have a homily. And if you, uh, you might think, hey, that's code for the, he's going to keep this brief. And uh, I was telling David this morning that it will be brief, hopefully uh, direct and to the point. But um, uh, as we turn to the prophet Isaiah, I want you to know that this is something that the Lord laid on my heart this week as I was preparing for this service. The word of our Lord from the prophet. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat. And the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the seas. In that day, the root of Jesse, who shall stand as a signal for the peoples, of him shall the nations inquire, and his resting place shall be glorious. Father, we pray that you bless the reading of your holy word to our hearts, to our minds, and Lord, we pray that you would help us to hear you this morning as we draw near to Christmas Day. As the day of your son's return draws near, we pray that you would help us in our hearts and in our lives to draw near to him. May we seek you when you may be found. Holy Spirit, please move among us. We are yours. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Friday morning. I was delivering my Meals on Wheels route, which is pretty customary every other Friday. Unfortunately, Imogene wasn't with me this, um, this week. And I ended up having a couple of conversations that I thought would be important to share with you this morning. I'll start with the second conversation. I was on my way back, and I was just a few miles from the house, and I, I decided to call Lamar Wise all the way over in Spain. Many of you know him. Any of you know that he was faithful here for a number of years before he moved back to Spain? 
faithful in loving us, faithful in worshiping with us, faithful in serving with us. He used to help me deliver that Meals on Wheels route after John had to step aside because of college. But I called him and we had a, a, a great conversation together. And at the very end, he said, please embrace the people of Faith Methodist Church for me and give them my regards. And the thought occurred to me, here's a man on the other side of the planet who loves you because you have loved him. That simple. I told you there were a couple of conversations I wanted to share with you. The first one happened just a couple of deliveries in. I was delivering to Miss Margie. John, you remember her? We delivered to her for eight and a half years. 96-year-old lady. She's not the same color that I am. But she loves Jesus every bit as much as I do. Her son was there. Her son who has struggled with drug addiction. Her son who has gotten in trouble with the law as a result. He was there. And he walked me out to the car and he told me this. He said, I've only seen him twice. This is the second time I've seen him. The first time was several years ago. And he said, I love you. Thank you for taking care of my mom. What the Lord gives to us at Christmas is expressed in these two conversations that I had on Friday morning. What He gives us is a word of love. The eternal word of love. A little child shall lead them, the prophet says. This eternal word of love was made flesh and dwelt among us. Love draws near. It draws near despite distance, and it draws near despite darkness. The prophet tells us that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. Knowledge has to do with experience in the Scriptures. It's not just something that's cerebral. It's about knowing intimately. And what we find in the eternal Word of love who was made flesh and dwelt among us is we find a God who we can actually experience. That's what the captivates the Gospel writers. That's what John the Beloved is so filled with, is the awe that our eyes have seen the Eternal One. Our hands have touched His flesh. He enters into our world, into our flesh, into our fallenness, becoming 
intimately more familiar with our humanity than our sin ever did, ever has, or ever could. He becomes one of us. He becomes identified with us. Your sin, no matter what it is, does not define you. It is not your identity. In fact, the Scriptures tell us that if you trust in Jesus, He is your identity. Your life is hidden with Him in God. A little child shall lead them. And where does He lead? He leads us into love. He leads us into a world being put back together at His coming. He leads us into the lives of others. Lives in which He wants heaven to dwell. Lives that He is working to put back together through His Spirit. Notice that it is the the familiarity of this coming One with the Spirit of God that is the transformative element for the prophet. He leads us into the lives of others, those who are living in darkness and those who are living at a distance. If we will be but open to the Spirit of God in our lives, if we will but submit ourselves and surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit's work in our lives. How dark does it seem? How dark does it seem around you? How dark does it seem within you? How distant does God seem? How distant do you feel that you are from Him and His loving embrace? Sometimes it seems in our lives like we can't see because of the darkness. The darkness is so pervasive in our lives that we can't see six inches in front of our faces. Sometimes it seems like God is so far away and we can't get to Him and we can't do anything to get to Him. But the good news of the Gospel is that He has come to us. That He, the light of the world, has stepped into our darkness. And it doesn't matter how dark it is, when you flip on the light switch, suddenly you can see. Maybe not much. Maybe not for a while. But suddenly, the darkness is exposed by the light. And the darkness cannot conquer it, cannot comprehend it, cannot extinguish it. The distance between us and God is bridged in the person of Jesus. And so in answering these two questions, how dark does it seem and how distant does God seem, I want to encourage you this morning, be honest. Because only in honesty can repentance be found. And only in repentance can redemption be found. And only in redemption can hope be found. And that brings us back to the beginning of Advent. Hope. The hope of the world. 
This world is an abject mess. But Jesus is Lord. He is Lord in the church. He can be Lord in your life. And He will one day be the Lord before which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hope, peace, joy, and love. The deepest longings of the human heart are found only in Jesus. And they are found perfectly in Jesus. In the end, heaven and earth will become one. That is God's plan. Don't miss Him. A little child shall lead them. Embrace Him. A little child shall lead them. Follow Him. A little child shall lead them. His name is Jesus. His nature is love. He is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And He became one of us to rescue us. Don't miss Him. Embrace Him. With the completeness of your being, embrace Him. Follow Him. Whatever that might mean, wherever that might lead you, wherever He might lead you, follow Him. And the glory of heaven will invade the earth of your heart and your life if you will give yourself to Him whose nature is love. In the end, if you miss Him, you miss everything. Don't miss Him. Whatever it might cost, whatever it might mean, don't miss Him. Father, we pray that You would help us, whatever it might mean, whatever it might look like, to surrender ourselves completely to You this morning. Help us to open up the the darkness and the distance of our hearts to the power and the mercy and the grace and the love of Your Holy Spirit. As we sing, we pray that You would fill and flood our hearts with joy. We pray that You would help us to surrender ourselves and give ourselves to Your transforming love. Help us to find our hope in You. Help us to find peace for our restless souls in Your Son, Jesus. Lord, as we prepare to end this final service of Advent, as we prepare to draw near to this season in which we prepare ourselves not just for Christmas Day, but for Your Son's return, we pray that You would do the great work of preparing our hearts for His coming again. Lord, we want to be ready. We 
when the director steps out on the stage, we don't want to be caught off guard. We want to be ready. Lord, help us to pour out our hearts. Help us to surrender ourselves completely. And help us to trust in the name of Your Son, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible, we thank You this morning for how good You've been to us, for how faithful You've been to us, to our families, to our friends, to our congregation. Lord, You have always been faithful. You have never failed us. We thank You for how You've watched over us as a people. We thank You for how You've protected us, provided for us. We are here this morning because of You. Because You have been so good. We thank You for helping our friends who have been sick to get well. Pray especially for the brewers and thank You for watching over them. Lord, we lift up to You our concerns. Lord, You know everything that weighs upon our hearts. You know those things that are preoccupying our minds. You know those things that we care about and we lift them all to You. We pray especially for Todd Ferran this morning that You would touch him, that You would be with him, that You would help him to get well completely and quickly. We pray that You would be with his appointment coming up this week, that You would help it to go well, for it to provide some answers for him. Lord, we lift up to You our expectant moms. We thank You especially for Megan this morning. We thank You for uh, the news that they're having a boy. Lord, we pray for Matt and Megan that You would be with them. Continue to uh, help Megan and this little baby boy to be healthy and strong and well. Lord, we lift up Charlotte and Dan to You and their little boy. We pray that You would be with them. Lord, we lift up the children that we minister to on a monthly basis at Devereux. And we thank You for the chance to, in some finite way, show others that we otherwise wouldn't have known the love of Jesus. And Lord, as they prepare to celebrate Christmas Day in a facility like Devereux, we thank You for those that work there that love them and sacrifice for them. And Lord, we pray that You would touch their hearts. You would be with the hearts of these young people who are so hurt and so broken. Holy Spirit, would You do a miracle in their lives? Lord, we lift up our people who are in need. We lift up our friends, our family who are hurting. We pray that You'd be with them. We think of Catherine and Shelley this morning and Nettie as they battle cancer, we pray that You would touch them, that You would give strength for the fight that's ahead. Lord, be with them. Lift up their hearts and encourage them. We thank You for the good report that Nettie got this week, that uh, the biopsies have come back uh, negative. Lord, we pray that You would continue to be with these three ladies. Help them and give strength. Lord, You know our every need. You are intimately aware of us and intimately familiar with us. We pray that You 
would meet those deepest needs. We love you. We praise you. We bow down low before you. You made us for yourself, and only in you do we find hope. Only in you do we find peace. Only in you do we find joy. And only in you do we find love. And so as we marvel at the mystery of this holy season, we pray that you would help us to rest. But for a few short more moments, in stillness and in silence, help us to rest before we tread further, before we peer into the holy and lowly manger. Help us in this precious and fleeting time to breathe in Your beauty and to gaze upon Your glory. Your faithfulness is everlasting. Your faithfulness is unfailing. Your love is stronger than the very foundations of the earth. You pursue us passionately and care for us completely. And we are so thankful. As we gather together as Your people this morning, and worship You in the name of Your dear Son, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. We rejoice in the loving presence of Your Holy Spirit. Thank You, Father, for being with us. Thank You for welcoming us into Your courts, and thank You for longing for us to be near You. In the singing of songs, in the lifting of prayers, in the reading of Your Holy Word, You have ministered to us in the depth of our need. And we thank You. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, You are filled with glory and beauty. You are lovely, and we love You. Now purify our conscience, Almighty Father, by Your daily visitation, so that Your Son, Jesus Christ, at His coming, may find in us a mansion prepared for Himself through Him who lives and reigns with You, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever we pray. Amen. As the ushers come, please, if you haven't already, fill out your communication card. Make sure you get those in there as you prepare the Lord's tithes and your offerings to give. Before we receive the benediction, please, be mindful, tonight is our last um, Advent gathering over at Mine and Lindsay's home at 6 o'clock. Please, all are welcome. Bring a friend if you'd like. There will be soup and coffee, tea, and all that sort of stuff. And then tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, our house, about a 40-minute uh, time of Holy Communion. Please come. Again, bring guests with you, and you'll have a, a wonderful time and prepare for Christmas Day in a holy way. The Word of our Lord. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Go in the blessing of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Please check out our website at faithmethodistchurch.org.